0: Fresh Art International presents conversations about creativity in the 21st century. I'm Kathy Bird, Fresh Art producer, and today I'm speaking with Keisha Bruce, an American artist based in Metz, France. Keisha is going to talk to us about her work as an artist, creative consultant, and independent curator. Keisha, you just had an exhibition at the Morton Gallery in Washington, D.C., Tell me about the work that you were showing there.
1: Well, this series of work is called Recalling and Retelling, and it's a series I started working on in 2007, at the end of 2007, and I kind of worked on more in 2008, and it's a series of images where I combine um, maps and photographs and other historical documents to recreate this type of hybrid narratives that are based on um, not only my own personal history and my own personal mythology, but also stories based in American history. And one of my favorite things about this body of work is that every time I have an exhibition, what happens is people end up telling me their stories, their personal stories from their lives and the ideas that the work brings up for them. So over the last few years, it's been a real pleasure to show this work. And I'm thrilled to be working with Morton Fine Art and just have the opportunity to bring this work to new audiences.
0: Let's talk about your philosophy when it comes to showing and selling your work. I believe that
1: as artists, our job is always twofold. One, we have the the obligation to create great work. And two, the, to be, you know, the responsibility to really be the champion of that work. Meaning that no one can promote your work and, uh, better explain and really get that work out into the world than you as the artist, the person that created it. And, you know, commercial galleries aside, as an artist, you have, you have to take complete control and responsibility over how your work is presented and promoted. And that means creating opportunities to share your work rather than waiting for some outside agent, you know, such as a gallery, whether it be commercial or otherwise, to come in and offer you an opportunity that, that, you know, we have so many options now as artists in terms of how we get our work out into the world. But the first step needs to be you know, a very basic understanding that no matter how that distribution comes about, how your work gets into exhibitions, that you as the creator, as the artist, are the one that needs to be um, in complete control of that. And and also, you know, there's a lot of power in taking responsibility and taking your career into your own hands.
0: Well, I, I agree. Definitely. We all need to take our careers into our own hands. But how how did, how did that philosophy that, you know, that idea about your work and how and your own responsibility,
1: how did that lead you to the 6x6 six six project? The concept was, was simple. We wanted to produce six exhibitions in six weeks. And the idea behind it was that artists could get together and produce exhibition opportunities for their work on their own. And our goal was really to lead by example in that respect. So in addition to the six exhibitions in one, every week there was a new two-person exhibition. And in addition to that, we also produced some networking um, events to introduce the artists to each other, introduce the artists in the exhibitions to new audiences. And we also hosted two marketing workshops for artists. So there was a way for us to show other artists exactly how they could reproduce what we had done, an independent event completely produced by artists, we wanted to show artists exactly how that could be done so they could reproduce the same type of event on their own if they wanted to.
0: Well, what what did you call your gallery?
1: It's Bang & Burn Contemporary. And my co-director and I were both full-time working artists. Charlie Grosso is a photographer and, you know, we met many years ago because we actually had work in the same exhibition. And then over the years, we just formed a friendship based on this. We had very similar ideas about the possibilities for the ways that work artwork could be bought and sold rather than the more traditional routes. And so, those ideas coming up in conversations over the years, we decided to produce our first event, and that, which then led to um, two more events, and Six by Six being the, the latest event.
0: And what did, what did you learn from that experience of Six by Six? What did you learn about yourself as a <laughs> arts professional and artist?
1: I learned that as much as I love showing other artists' work, I will always remain an artist first. That's really always my first priority, and in some ways, having the hat the hat of being the art dealer or a curator on really kind of helped motivate me to do my own work and to be able to really promote my own work in a lot of ways. I learned as much from the exhibitions themselves and, you know, speaking to people that would come through the gallery. I think we had almost 2000 people in and out of the gallery in, in just six weeks. That's amazing. It was incredible. And it was just like this amazing opportunity to have so many different conversations and so many different insights and perspectives on, you know, the contemporary art world and, you know, our way of doing things as opposed to the traditional commercial gallery route. I mean, I just learned a lot about what works, what doesn't, what, as far as people who don't, who are, are not insiders in the art world, what their apprehensions are in terms of coming into a gallery space. I learned a lot about the fact that some of the some of the, the job is, uh, uh, is an artist and an art dealer, I imagine, is education and un- letting people understand what it is that we do, and you know the the end result being, of course, bringing you know bridging that gap between the viewer and the artist, so that it becomes l- less of a passive less of a passive you know experience when you when you walk into uh, an art exhibition. So
0: you mixed it up. It wasn't just artists from New York. It was artists from across the U.S.,
1: right? I think we had one artist from Chicago, a couple from L.A., a couple, I mean, just really artists from all over the United States. And um, and, a lot of artists that also work internationally. And also, the other thing that we really worked hard to do was have a real, you know, a varied, um, uh, how do I say this? The artists in our gallery that we represent are really at all levels in their careers. We had an emerging artist who had only had done a few exhibitions before, and then we have uh, another artist who is a Guggenheim Fellow. So we really were looking at what we thought was strong work that we were really proud to present to audiences. And also just we, we put the work together in ways that could kind of could start could start conversations. It was really about engaging audiences and all of the people that pass through the gallery.
0: Well, I know that um, you have been involved as an art consultant as well, as an artist. You have all these platforms, which I think are really interesting to talk about. Why and when did you start art consulting?
1: Well, I actually started consulting before I actually knew that's exactly what I was doing. Because of my blog and the the things that I write about in terms of like artist marketing, and I also talk a lot about my own career and the things I'm doing, I started getting just loads of emails from other artists, questions and how do I go about this or how do I do that or what do you recommend? And so... After a year or so, I thought, well, maybe what I could do is to kind of uh, formalize this process so that I could really get down to work and working with artists one-on-one. And so that's exactly pretty much how I started my, the consulting end of what I do. And it's been a really interesting process because as I'm helping artists get their work out into the world and understand the business end of things, I'm also learning from them and getting more ideas. So it's a really interesting cooperative process.
0: So having at least three platforms is actually a benefit to your practice?
1: You know, it's funny because I I do a lot of thinking on this now in terms of how much time there. Are. we all have the same amount of hours in the day. At, at the beginning, I really struggled with how I, I would fit it all in. I'm starting to understand now that writing on my blog, and consulting, and curating, it's all part of my own creative process. It really is part of my art practice as an artist. I really do see now how all those different aspects, all these different platforms, they kind of feed off of each other and keep me motivated in a lot of ways. Like a lot of artists, I do a lot of different things, so it's great to have those different outlets. To work on. It really is, for me, I see now that it really is all part of just one giant creative process.
0: And that's the attitude you have to have in order not to be overwhelmed.
1: (laughs) Uh, Absolutely. I mean, hey, don't get me wrong. It does get overwhelming, but you, know, you do it on your own terms. I don't consult all the time. I don't make work every day. So I have set up my schedule in a way that works for me. I'm a huge compartmentalizer. So I have my day planned out in specific ways. And I plan out to six months in advance uh, what I'm going to be doing at any given time. But that's just part of my creative practice. That's how I work. I found over the years that that's what works best for me.
0: Well, I think it's important to have some kind of strategy. And I know you're living in Mets. France now, so most of the year you're there, and and yet it seems your career is more centered in the U.S., so how are you managing that?
1: You know, I was already working artist before I moved to France, and so... Most of my contacts, the people that I had built relationships with were, of course, were still in the United States. And so I've been working steadily over the last few years to also branch out. And I have built relationships with galleries in Europe as well. But the great thing about the Internet... (laughs) is that I still have contacts with all of my clients and my fan base of people who are interested in my work. And I'm in touch with them on a regular basis. I think that no matter where you live, even if you live in a small town that's not considered a large art city, there's definitely opportunities for you to to promote your career and sell your work. It's just a matter of you know building your creative practice to reach out and stay in contact and and stay involved if you're not physically there. I definitely don't think that that's an obstacle. It has never really been an obstacle for me. And In fact, in a lot of ways, now that I'm even more comfortable with doing work online and the contacts that I make online and building relationships online that then become relationships in 3D, as I like to say, it's actually really helped my career.
0: Well, I think that we're appreciative on Fresh Art International that you have this career and all this engagement with the network because you are now a contributor to Fresh Art International. That's right. uh, The the voice of Fresh Prescriptions or Fresh RX. And I thought it might be good to just think about one of those questions that we consider all of us as creative practitioners. Why do you think it's important for artists to establish a professional structure for their practice?
1: Well, this is one of my favorite topics that I cover often with consulting clients. The question is, how do I get everything done? You have to make the work and then you also have to promote and sell the work. And unless you are very, very careful, um, It gets overwhelming really, really quick. I mean, we have a certain amount of time in the day that we have to allot to all of these activities. So I am a big fan of really sitting down and having like a written out formal structure. That's part of my personal strategy for marketing my work. But it's not just about your work. It's about how you will fit your art career and your art practice into your overall life. Because it's not like you have one schedule for your job and then one schedule for your life. It's all together. And I think that a lot of artists, we start to suffer from overwhelm and then that leads to burnout. It's really important, especially early on. It's one of the things I cover most with emerging artists. You need to establish a schedule and a structure and have routines that then become second nature. They become a habit because those are the things that are the absolute foundation of your art career, your art practice.
0: What is your main resolve for this year? What goal have you set for yourself that is going to be guiding you in in that structure that you've created for your own practice?
1: Well, for me, 2012 will be about creating new work. Because I spent so much time traveling and working on 6x6 and doing events with Bang & Burn last year, that this is a really great time for me to really get back in the studio and do what I do best, which is make my art. And also, you know, I'm really looking forward to working with Fresh Art International on Fresh Rx because taking these questions and answering questions and helping artists is, it's, it's a motivating factor for me, even as I work on my own work in the studio. So I'm really looking forward to that. You know, it's part my work and part helping other artists too. So that's pretty much what I'll be focusing on this year.
0: So I guess we'll say to our listeners, bring it on.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm really looking forward to their questions and their ideas. Don't be shy. I'm more than happy to um, answer questions. That's what I do. And I'm always happy to share my own personal experiences, both in the studio as a working artist and on the marketing end, the business side of what it takes to really get your work out there and be able to sell and live from your work. Uh, you, from your craft, I'm always, I'm always more than happy to help.
0: To learn more, visit freshartinternational.com. If you like this episode, please let us know on Instagram or Twitter at freshartintl. Help us grow by rating and reviewing Fresh Art International on iTunes. You'll find us anywhere you go for podcasts. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more contemporary art talk.